What up, Coach Jay's Academy? How are you guys doing, man? It is so good to be back on the podcast, back on the YouTube. Man, I'm excited today. I want to talk a little bit about choices. It's something that God has put on my heart over the last probably two years of my life, and it's really given me a big eye opener to the things going on around me, situations, relationships, and business, friends, etc., etc., family, and all that kind of stuff. I want to read something to you that I wrote. Um, uh, just last week, I'm working on writing a, uh, a small, easy read book, about 25 pages, maybe 33 pages. I'm, I'm still still in working on that detail, but it's going to basically talk about how every situation in your life, you have ability to make a choice, the right choice or the wrong choice. When it comes to food, it comes to your training, it comes to your supplementation intake, it comes to uh, advice that you uh, ate in year two that you listen to whatever um, all the way down to the littlest thing is the choice of laundry detergent that you use to wash your clothes everything in your life makes a difference um, so do things intentionally do things with a purpose do things with a plan do not just settle for being uh, normal and like everybody else but do what is exactly designed for you the person to do don't strive to be like no Kobe, strive to be like no LeBron, strive to be like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates and all these other names that we hear in the media and on the Forbes list, they're somebody to the world, but that doesn't mean that they have to be somebody to you. You gotta find out what it is that you're called to be and choose to pursue that and that only. Now there's different variations that stem off of that. If you're a coach, you can be a coach in many areas. It's not just a basketball coach, just not a life coach. Not a, uh, nutrition coach. When you're called a coach, you're called a coach in every area, in every dynamic, and you'll use each one of different seasons of your life. So let me read into this and then I'll dive into it a little bit more. So part one says, choices, a simple word that at times uh, that there are oftentimes whether the word it, it is rough, scary, hurtful, or it could be amazing. Um, it's one word that with the smallest mistake can mess up one's life or prosper beyond measurement. Behind the word choices or choice, there, are me- there measures a whole lot of pressure. It's crazy to think about how this word affected our, our own very existence to this day. Uh, so if we date, we go back in time, right? We look at the creation of the world. I don't care what science says. It's only been around a few hundred years or a thousand years, whatever. I don't care about any of this kind of stuff. Nothing that I'm sharing or whatever, any comment towards it or whatnot, it's not up for debate. You're not gonna change your mind. You're not gonna convince me of anything because I've been through things that on my 33 years of life that science can never explain. So I don't need to hear any opinions regarding what I'm about to share next. This is my fact, it's my reality, and I'm not gonna change who I am. Doesn't matter, billion dollars, flat broke, same guy, same message, same story. So you can choose to listen and listen to the wisdom that's never been proven wrong. It's not my wisdom, it's been around since the beginning of time. Or you can choose to listen to science, which is based things on fictitious information and guessing, okay? So if we go back all the way to Genesis, right? When you have Adam and you have Eve. When the serpent started whispering into Eve's ear, she had to make a choice, okay? But the wisdom wasn't given to, to Eve, it was given to Adam and Adam Obviously didn't tell Eve, hey, don't eat of this tree while I'm gone doing what I got to do. <clears throat> but when he stepped away from her, it was easy for the serpent to come in and whisper into, into her ear and, and convey her that this is going to be the best decision of your life and whatnot. And you're going to prosper beyond belief. You're going to get all this knowledge and all this wisdom, right? She had to make a choice 
either to listen to the serpent or or just say, nah, let me check with Adam and I'll get back to you on this. Whatever, however the situation is, I cannot physically put myself there and say what I would or would not do. But I can tell you that there's been thousands of countless times in my life where I've been put in a situation and similarity that I can speak on. So you, she opened up Pandora's box when she made the wrong choice. In your life, if you have to sign a blood covenant for money, that is a bad choice. If you, that's page six in most NBA contracts. I think it's page six. I forget what it is. Um, NFL, I'm not sure because I never played pro football. Um, uh, the music industry, tons of fine, fine print. There are a lot of things you have to do to get ahead. It's a shady, it, it sucks, honestly. If you don't do it with God and you don't do it a thousand percent God's way and you try to do it on your own, you will make some mistakes. If you don't have a good coach that's going to coach you through it, walk you through it, a good attorney to read all the fine print and make sure they're, they're a God-fearing attorney and a God-fearing coach because you don't want to just get people that are going to placate to what you want to believe is the best decision for your life because what they don't teach you is if you make the wrong choice is... Um, it can really mess you up. Let me give you a small example. So if I go to a, I make a pro basketball team, I make the, uh, whatever team you can pick, we'll say Miami Heat. They want to pay me a million dollars, 10 day contract. And uh, I get excited, I get the million bucks. And then you say, hey, we'll throw in $200,000 signing bonus, yada, yada, yada. So I'm getting 1.2 million over 10 days. Yeah, this is just an example. But I live in America, right? So in America, after you reach a six figure, you go into a higher tax bracket instantly. 1.2 million is going to turn down into about $950,000. But I got so excited, didn't think about taxes. I ran right over to the nearest form of property real estate. Oh man, I got this money. I'm buying a house. Went to the Ferrari dealer. Oh, I'm buying this car. Boom. All right. So I just spent a half a million dollars in less than 30 seconds, right? Or whatever it takes to get to those two uh, different uh, locations. But then I'm like, man, you know what? My whole life I wanted a Rolex. But I don't just go get a basic Rolex for 1500 I got to get me the presidential. It's another quarter million. I'm, I'm already $750,000 down. Then I got to go. All oh, my friends are hitting me up, man. We're going to go pop bottles. We're going out to the club. I'm going to the club, but I'm not even going to drink. But I'm spending all this money because I want to be dope. Because I've never had this experience in my life, right? So what do I do? I make the choice. I buy the car, buy the house, and buy the watch take my friends out. Now it comes down to Uncle Sam, come January the following year, it's time to pay my taxes. Uh, I ain't got no money because I want to spend $1.2 million on paper. I spent more than I made. I spent $2 million. Now, what do I do? Well, that's the thing. When you get something um, for doing something, when you get a large amount of money, the first thing you need to do is think about God first. How does God want me to spend it? How does God want me to invest? You need to have a conversation with God. Just today, I get a 10-day contract, 1.2 million. I'm taking $900,000 home. What, 900 grand, you should be able to live the next 40, 50 years of your life on $900,000. And that's just being flat out 1,000% with you. Um, so my, my, considera- uh, my suggestion going forward in your lifetime is make sure that you get a God-fearing coach 
and a God-fearing uh, uh, advisor of some sort, no God-fearing attorney, because if they're not all on the same page as you and they're always trying to point, pull you in different directions, um, it's going to mess you up and it's going to eventually lead to you making the wrong choice because people are easily influenced, right? And the Bible clearly says this, my people perish for lack of wisdom. It doesn't really say for lack of money, lack of credit score, lack of wife, lack of house, lack of car. It says lack of wisdom. Wisdom is the conscious effort um, and application of knowledge, right? So if I if I go every morning, I wake up, I walk the dog, I pray to God, give me your plan for the day. What is it that you want me to do, Lord? Give me the insight, give me the, the wisdom that I need to A, make the biggest impact, B, make your name known. It's not about me being famous. I, I, I really don't want to be famous at all. I don't care to be famous or be praised or worshiped by nobody. But I have a lot of wisdom because I've been through a lot of storms in my life. And God only puts his toughest of soldiers that can handle going through a storm in the situation to begin with. Cancer, rape, molestation, uh, cut my finger off when I was a kid, paralyzed from hip surgery, uh, you know, two, three divorces, two with my parents, one of my own, stuff like that, real life stuff. Put you through those things. Man, I'm only 33. I've been through like countless and countless uh, uh, challenging, life-threatening events. But I, I look at it as an opportunity to grow as a soldier so that I'm able to impart it to other people whose faith might not be as strong. And that's not to praise me by no means, because without God, I could do nothing anyways. And I'm of no, of, of no worth to the world when I don't have God, because I have no leadership. So you have no direction. God is my coach. Holy Spirit is my coach. So unless I have, you know, God in my life, I'm always going to make the wrong choice. But I'll tell you this, everybody that I can think of on the top of my head has always turned back to Jesus, flat out. Um, could be Buddha, Anton LaVey, or it could be uh, countless of other people that proclaimed their world religion was the greatest, but on the, their deathbed, when they started to fear what was really gonna happen, turned to Jesus that fast. Why? Because he's the way, the truth, and life. And, and in him, uh, you will be saved and set free. And that's the only answer to everything that you need to know in your life is, you go to God first when you get a large money. You go to God first when you get a wife. You go to God first when you get a, a husband, uh, a big contract from real estate, whatever it is. You always go to God first. That has to be your first choice. Just like Eve had to go to God and say, God, should I have ate of this fruit? Just like Adam, should I have followed Eve? Like, yo, God, what's, tell me what's good. I just, my partner just ate of it. Should I do the same? But it's sometimes we get so caught up in a moment trying to be like everybody else, but we make the wrong choice. And if we learn to, if we learn to relax and make the best choice um, possible at that time, the outcome in our lives will be significantly, uh, significantly different. And that's, that's my message to you guys, man. Even coming down the court as a point guard, oftentimes I'm faced with a double team. It's the same thing. I got to make a quick choice, quick decision, and if I make the wrong one, turn the ball over. And if my coach, after the first turnover, tells me what to do and I don't listen, I'm making the wrong choice. If I listen to the coach, take his advice, and then it works, I made the right choice. And we're always one small choice, one degree away from uh, our life going in the correct direction or going in the wrong direction. My message for you guys today, and I'm ending with this. If you're not able to make the, the, the best choice for your life and think rationally about the things that you do and not get overly hyped or overly excited or whatever, 
um, then you need a good coach in your life that can help. You can speak forth anything. They'll bounce it off of you. Or if you have a pops in your life, make sure you reach out to your pops and say, hey, look, man, I'm faced with these decisions. I need some advice. I need some help. And then always go to God, man, first and foremost. And then when you get the wisdom and knowledge from somebody else, take that also to God and ask God, hey, I got this advice. Okay, it makes a little bit of sense. Here's what I would like to do. What is your plan? What do you think is going to be best? And he will answer you. Sometimes it might not be fast. Sometimes the answer might not be what you want, but you will get an answer. Um, and, and, and that's my advice to you guys, you know, above all else. It comes down to everything you do in life. Like I said, you can... Choose to practice, choose this, choose that. There's thousands of choices we're faced with every day, right? It's up to you to make the best choice. It's not anyone else's fault when things don't go your way. If you don't get playing time, it's not your teammates' fault. It's not your coach's fault. It's not your mom's fault. You get playing time in life, playing time in, in jobs, playing time in the game, playing time in school, based on the work that you apply and the work you put in, the studying that you do, et cetera, et cetera. Everything in your life is a choice. With that being said, that's all I got for you today. Sorry it took so long, but there's been something heavy on my heart for a long time. I'm going to make that easy read to be available. I'll put the link uh, as soon as it's up. I'll edit the video, uh, the captions and whatnot. I'll put it down below. And then uh, you, you you can click on the link and go to Amazon, buy the little thing or download the, the PDF to, to your Amazon account and, and really get into it and, and figure out, okay, how can I get better every day? That's the moral of this whole video. Moral of this whole podcast today is how can I improve? How can I get better? Stop blaming everybody else. What can you do to better the environment around you? Being that we're in COVID-19, I don't look at it as a crisis. I look at this as opportunity to connect with my neighbors, opportunity to connect with my family, opportunity to grow with my wife, opportunity to grow with 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 God first and foremost spend time with my dog do things that I like to do go outside work out cook in the house there's a lot of cool things I get to do in this downtime so I look at this as a blessing I don't look at it as a curse this is definitely not a virus uh if anything it's it's God get my attention and slow me down uh using the negativity that the world has used against us I'm trying to look at it in a positive light. So with that being said, that's all I got for you today. I hope you guys have a blessed day. Make the best choice. Go after it. Go get it. Whatever it is, whatever your saying is, just get it done. Coach J, man, I'm out. Peace.